0: Hello and welcome back to my podcast Life After Dot Dot Dot. My name is Danielle and uh, for those this is your first time listening welcome and for those who have been listening for a while thank you so much for coming back and listening. Um, You probably haven't even noticed that I've actually taken a little bit of a break so I am back just feeling refreshed. I had a chance to get some rest, had a chance to regroup had a chance to think of all these interesting topics to discuss in the very near future. I'm also looking into getting some podcast guests. So um, instead of just hearing me on every single episode, sometimes rambling and then some, wanting to bring in those that are just maybe experts in their field, those that have gone through certain things that I feel like can help you, you, the audience, and um, just something that I'm putting together right now overall. So that's something coming up in the very near future. So I'm excited about that. But let's jump into today's episode. Today is the first episode in my series about life after dot 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 college. So just, I've been thinking about my experience with college overall. So just a little bit of background is I um, have always enjoyed school, I've enjoyed learning. It's just the place where I kind of thrive and honestly it's kind of the the area where I get attention. Uh, So what I mean by that is just I feel like I've always connected with my teachers. I always enjoy learning new stuff. Kind of amassing information and it's just always been something that kind of brings me alive and just makes me feel happy and fulfilled in many ways and so just something i'm passionate about um it's expensive expensive hobby right but um but it's been so worth it because i feel like i've learned so many priceless lessons that i feel like i've been able to take with me my job and relationships and just other areas of my life and even business wise. So, um, I started college actually when I was about 15, 16, I wanted to take my first college course. And through my high school, they offered, you know, college courses free. You could be in high school and start taking courses. So I remember my mom, uh, kind of dropping me off and I don't even think she even thought about kind of, you know, what that meant, you know, going to college at 15, 16. So I went over the summer and I had actually signed up for a, a photography class, just wanting to take something. And then also I needed that um, requirement uh, for high school too. And then I knew also for college that would help. So it actually worked out because it's like when I took that photography class, it helped me advance um, in my high school photography class and up being the TA there, but then also when i went to college then that took one of my prerequisites off so it was nice because i was able to take my first college course and experience something different but my like i said my mom just kind of dropped me off and I think about a 15 year old being on a college campus and thankfully it was only a city college which is you know very different than like a university but i don't think she really thought about you know hey my child is going to be around adults and others and it actually was a good experience Um, In many ways, I remember meeting one girl that was older, and so she was also like kind of a teenager um, in college and, you know, going to different events, uh, like local events, like going to art museums and different things, and it was just an experience um, kind of meeting people and learning new things. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm only 15, you know? So there was this interesting learning curve trying to figure it out because I'm sitting in a class sometimes with, you know, my peers, other teenagers, but then also with adults as we're learning side by side. And it was just interesting um, just kind of seeing the differences, you know, for me, I didn't have any kids, just 15, didn't really have anything else going on, just kind of school and life, but to see people that are balancing work and life and just kind of things you balance when you're an adult. So that was just kind of my first intro to college, and now looking back, almost 40, and saying, oh, we're still in college, and we even had some friends and family say, oh, you're still in school, and it's kind of a joke to them, and honestly, most people in my life don't even ask about school, so I can count kind of the number of times on one hand that families actually... My family's actually been interested in school or even some someone that I was dating to say, hey, how is school going or how are you doing? So a lot of times I've had to go through those ups and downs on my own. But there's many things that I've learned that I like to share, uh, just things that i am kind of been reflecting on now since I will be graduating in a couple months and kind of wondering, okay, what's next? Um, in this sense, I just realized that a lot of times like you watch kind of those tv shows about college and you see these wild experiences and you know for me i'm an introvert kind of keep to myself so just thinking i'm like college was never like that for me you know when you go to college many times it's like depending on the school you go to you know i've never gone to schools that are kind of known as party schools i've gone to state schools And so, you know, kind of growing up in California, going to many of the Cal States, and I'm just like, okay, there wasn't all these parties and all this drama and all these romances and things like that. It was just kind of got up, went to school, did my work, did homework, and then came back home, you know, and just, it was just kind of that. It's kind of the same thing, kind of over and over again in many ways. Like, many of my classes just, get there, you do it, you get it done, and that's that. So... It wasn't like all this kind of wild and exciting times that you see. I was a like more of a science major, so that really wasn't too wild and exciting on, on that end. But one of the biggest takeaways that I am learning now, and I'm not sure it's like I've heard people say it earlier, but it's something that you don't really think about until you go through it. I was just always under this impression that when you go to college, that if you get a degree, that equals a job. And I'm... I know I did you know like meeting with the career counselors in college and and everything but I just felt like it was always this thing of like oh after high school you go to college and then once you go to college you just get this great job and your life is great you get the job then you get married then you have the kids and then you have this kind of life like they do in the movies but technically that really is not the reality um and one of my jobs I work with Uh, people a lot of times that are in need of counseling. And so a lot of times people are in just really difficult spots in their lives. And so I was talking to people. I would meet people that had these great jobs that they loved. But then as they turned 40 or 50 or even 60, this whole thing of, you know, their companies doing mass layoffs or restructuring or them losing their job because of their age. And I started seeing this pattern. I'm like, well, no, you go to school and you get this job and then you're secure and you're great. But now I'm seeing like all these tech layoffs for people that are in tech and just thinking, well, the commercial said, you know, if you get this degree and people say, oh, if you go into tech, you're guaranteed this and you're going to get this income. And I'm like, but people are being laid off, you know, and mass quantities, degree or no degree. And so it's just like, oh, what what's happening? The world seemed like it's turning upside down. And even um, on one of my other current jobs, so many jobs, right? But I have a coworker. And um, she was the coworker worker that was training me. And I just thought it was interesting because the the main trainer, um, who was over the training, obviously, um, he kind of said, oh, yeah, she's great. And you're going to love training with her. So as we were training, you know, I worked in a call center before, and that's um, kind of part of my role on this job. And so as we were training, I get that she's used to the job. She gets frustrated, but she'd only been on the job for like eight months. And so she's training me. And as we were talking to one of the reps, um, contact health insurance companies, um, she started yelling at them and just being very demeaning. And just things that I'm like, I'd never want to say to someone because I get frustrated on the call, but I really try and keep control of it. If it's frustrating me, I get that call reference number and I end the call and then I'll call back and speak to another rep. But just the things that were said in the way that she did it, you know, yelling and angry and very belittling and everything else. I'm like, that's not called for, you know. And so we were sitting there during the call after she kind of yelled at this rep and she's like, Oh, I'm sorry that happened. And I'm like, yeah, it seems like maybe it happens often. And she um, had mentioned, she's like, yeah, somehow we got on the topic of memes," and she's talking about one of the group chats. And so she said, you know, with Walt Disney. He didn't go to college and, you know, he's able to build this empire. We were talking about it. And then, you know, as I've seen about her behavior, I'm like, I wonder, do I kind of report this to, you know, my trainer and everything else. But as she was sitting there, she's like, yeah, she's like, with this job, um, somehow we just got on the topic of family. And so she's like, yeah, a lot of my family works for this company. So as she was talking, she was in her role, but then she said her aunt is a director, her brother is a team lead and her mom is a supervisor. So all for the same company. So there's at least four of her family members plus her that work for the same company. And so I'm like, okay, I guess we'll be reporting her behavior. You know, we're just kind of thinking, I'm like, oh, that's likely probably how she got the job and how she stays in the job. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, we're not going to go into nepotism. We're not going to go into the politics of it. But just really thinking, you know, kind of back to, I'm like, okay, that's, that kind of explains it, you know. And then some, and think about how many people kind of have those jobs because, you know, they know other people versus, you know, kind of everything else. And even my mom has said it's not kind of what you know, it's who you know. And so it's just kind of this awakening, you know, then thinking, I'm like, okay, well, you know, going back to it, you have the degree, then you get this great job. And even now, as I've kind of looked at jobs, there's so many things that are required. And I'm like, why do they require, you know, eight years of experience for an entry level role and then not want to pay you for it? And, you know, the same thing on my end, I do have multiple degrees and have all this experience in different areas, which has been great. But in that, I'm just like, then no one really wants to hire you because you're overqualified. But then at the same time, they don't want to hire you because you don't have experience. And just, you know, just little things. Like even, you know, when I started out in college, I wanted to work in the lab. And I just wanted to be a clinical lab scientist. And I was excited. But then right when I was going into the program, so many of the programs were shutting down. And that was like my dream career. And now the career is still an option. But looking at it now, they want you to be a phlebotomist. And I'm just like, oh, that wasn't needed before. And there's so many things I feel like were jobs I saw before, it was simple. And you can get into the job and you just get a degree and you keep going. But now I'm like, they want such specialized training and such specialized skills. And then learning, you know, when I in California, many of those specialized programs weren't offered in my state. So I'd have to go to another college to go out of state, but then pay that out of state tuition. It's a whole other story for another, the next episode, right? Another podcast. But just, I'm really learning that just because you have the degrees, that a lot of time doesn't mean that you're just going to get that great job. So I'm like, hmm, just kind of turns my world, and my reality upside down. Something else I learned is that student loans, just everything about student loans. Like, I know that I've always heard jokes as I was growing up about people that are paying their student loans to their 60s, and then it follows you. But I really wish that someone would have been really just more honest about it like when I was in college I remember my freshman year the guy that was like our um, kind of our kind of over the group that did the orientation he had stated that with his financial aid he had bought a car and at that time I remember my freshman year they were giving out like a lot of money when it came to financial aid and they're just like yeah get financial aid and I wish that I had been wiser with it because I could have done more work-study, which I did, and then there were times where I had more than one job, you know, to pay for school, thankfully, but I wish that I wouldn't have, like, depended on those student loans as much because now as I look at it, I'm like, it's impacting every area of my life. When it comes to simple things, it's renting an apartment, now, you know, looking at jobs, and say look at your credit creditors, doing different things, and look at your debt-to-income ratio, no one talks about that. And even, you know, you have the financial aid department, You know, they'll send an email saying, oh, make sure you don't take as much. If you don't need this money, you don't take as much, you know, different like that. But it's just like this little blurb in an email. No one really sits down with you and kind of counsels you and says, hey, this is going to follow you for the rest of your life. (laughs) So I wish that I would have been wiser with that. But now as I'm tackling my student loans and just figuring out a plan for that, I'm like, "Okay, we can do this. You know, what's what's your plan next? Um, my other thing, too, that I wish that I would have realized is just making time for life. And what I mean by that is making time for life out of school, like outside of school. For me, since I've always been in college, um, and I was a science major, so my undergrad was in biology. You know, I went for it. I went for it hard, and I was focused. Didn't do anything else. Didn't really date. Um, it just didn't really come up. Um, and I remember going to school at 7 a.m., and then having a break a little bit during the day, and then my last class was at 7 7 p.m., and then just kind of being at school over 12 hours. You know, I would go to school, be there, have classes, eat lunch, do research in the lab, then have classes, maybe do a little bit more research, check my experiment, and then go home and do homework, and then do it all over again. And so that was kind of my life, and not just during the year, then my summers, I was taking classes at community colleges to fulfill requirements to graduate sooner. And to save money too, but in that I missed out on so many birthday parties. I missed out on vacationing. I just missed out on time with family. And I was just so focused and ready to get done. And I did it, which was great. And I graduated and I got my bachelors, got my masters, but then sometimes I graduated and then look back and I'm like I have no kind of connections, um, in, in a way to family and friendships that I neglected. And taking time to travel in my 20s more, which I didn't do, and things now as I look back, because I'm almost 40, I'm like, wow, I wish that I would have traveled a little bit more. I wish that I had gone to that birthday party. I wish that I had gotten to know my cousins a little bit more and spent more time with them. I wish you know, with my grandpa that I would have just spent more time with him. He passed away a couple years ago, but just. Doing things like that, like even with my grandmother now that has dementia, and I'm like, wow, I could have spent a little bit more time with her and done more things with her. Like, you spent a lot of time together growing up, but just thinking about how much I missed out on and said no to because of school. And it was kind of all-consuming in a way. And then also, too, um, I wish with college that I would have made um, most of that season a little bit more, like my undergrad. Really wish I would have explored kind of more things. Like, I took my classes. And I took the classes that I needed to graduate, but I kind of wish that I would have explored classes that were outside of my interest, like something different, like maybe an art history class, or, you know, I um, initially wanted to minor in linguistics, and I kind of wish that I'd move forward with that and had tried something a little bit different, versus just kind of this focus on science and 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 everything. Like I wish that I just taken more advantage of that season, like okay, maybe joining a school club, which I didn't do, or, um, you know. Yeah, didn't join any other kind of like other extracurriculars, but kind of wish that I had, you know, to have made those lifelong friendships and, you know, just made time for just volunteering or doing other things during that time. And then also kind of my last biggest takeaway is that when you get an F or don't pass a class, it doesn't mean that you're a failure. A lot of times you think F stands for failure. And I remember one class um, I had tried and tried and tried and even a program so for me I've gone to a variety of different colleges and I started the program but then didn't finish and in that it was just realizing that program wasn't a good fit for me and it took a while to find a program that was a good fit and no one really ever talks about that a lot of times I just say oh go to college and you do it but then just because it's um, the college and you see the commercials and say oh maybe they give you grants and scholarships um, I started the program and realized, wow, this is intense. And I learned this more during my graduate school years, um, kind of learning. I'm like, you know, with the school, it didn't have the exact program that I felt like was a good fit for my needs. And so I started the program, and it was intense, the things they expect you to do and be able to do. And I'm like, you know that I'm a mom, right? You know, I'm a single parent. And the school is like, it's supposed to be for, you know, college students that need that flexibility. And yet it just wasn't very flexible. And so in the end of dropping the classes and actually not passing those classes and kind of having those negative marks. And um, I felt like a failure because I'm like, well, I got an F and this is going to impact me forever. And this is actually a couple years back. And I realized, wow, the world didn't end, but it kind of took a, a hit to my self-esteem and I had no one to talk to about it. I had no one really to relate to about it. Um, And for a while, it just kind of took me down because I'm like, I didn't pass these classes. And that means that I'm not working hard enough and I'm not good enough because a lot of my identity had been tied into my grades in school. And so I'm working on that kind of disconnecting that, you know, if I get an A, it doesn't mean that I'm awesome, you know. But just realizing that I am still a person, I have identity outside of my grades and what my teachers say and different things like that but just realizing that at that time I didn't pass that class I dropped out of that program and I wasn't able to continue and that was okay so like for example for graduate school I'd start off in one avenue then realized that okay I do want to work with special needs children um one day and so I had gone um, signed up for a program to be a special education teacher and you know the program started off all right but then it just got really intense and after I started taking the classes I realized like Wow, this is not exactly the program that I want to do that's a good fit for me. Now, at this time, I am doing a graduate degree in educational psychology, and I love it. And I'm just like, wow, I never thought about this before. The whole, you know, kind of program or degree is a master's in um, psychology, and I never thought that I would go back for master's in psychology. And I just thought, oh, I'll just get a master's in education. But just after looking at this program, I'm like, I really like it. And I've learned so much. I've learned things about marketing. And I've learned things that have really been helpful in my business and helpful as a parent and things that have been helpful in my job. And I'm just like, wow, it took a while. But I found a program that was a good fit, which meant that other programs that I had signed up for and started but didn't finish, I'm just like, oh, it was okay. It just wasn't a good fit. And you'll learn that, you know as you choose your major, and kind of think about that a little bit more. And I'll go into that kind of another episode, but just thinking that you can change your mind and realize, oh, I thought that this might have been a good fit for me, but it wasn't. So, you know, just learning these important lessons, and it's just things that I wish that someone would have told me, and I really wish that I had actually had a mentor, you know, someone to kind of come alongside me and help me figure out these things and just figure out next steps and actually kind of mentioning that, Um, You know, kind of soon after this episode, I decided to uh, get a life coach and life coaching is something kind of new for me. You know, counseling is really expensive through my insurance, very expensive, unfortunately, but realizing that, you know, now that I'm in school and I'm wrapping up things, I do want to make a career change and a career shift. You know, what does that look like? Kind of jumping into and kind of more transitioning into being more of an entrepreneur, but then also you know, planning next steps for my degree and what I can do with it and what are my different options. So meeting with the life coach for the first time today and I'm excited for that session. So I'll actually keep you posted on how that went and you know, provide you with resources if that might be something you're interested in. But it's really nice, because I actually found the Life Coach through Facebook, through Facebook, through a Facebook group. And so with it, they're doing pro bono, so it's for free. They're trying to fulfill hours for their program. So I'm kind of like, okay, instead of paying 150 an hour plus, I can help this person learn and grow. I can learn myself and learn some new things, but then also try and figure out, okay, what are next steps? So it's nice, because I'm like, okay, I can ask for help and say, okay, now that I'm in college, and getting ready to finish up my degree now my masters in educational psychology what are my next steps what do i want to do with it so i'm excited to share that so thank you so much for joining me today thank you so much for listening hopefully you're able to take something away from it maybe you're in school maybe you decided to go back to school or maybe you're thinking about it you know may this encourage you because to me it was worth it overall i don't regret going to college i do wish that i'd done things differently maybe taken some different paths and and then some but i'm so thankful for the experience because it's priceless i've been able to accomplish things that many people um, have not been able to accomplish you know i saw an article recently a woman she was about 100 like 100 years old and went back to college and finished it was something she always wanted to do and was able to actually accomplish it after she turned 100 so i'm like wow that is so nice you know overall so realizing that college is not like you know, my life and, you know, it doesn't define me, but I'm glad that I had this experience. I know many people in my family, um, weren't able to go to college or even finish high school, maybe did some college and different things. But this was one of my goals and I felt like I was able to accomplish this huge goal in my life. And I'm excited. I am mean, excited that it shows my daughter that she can do anything she puts her mind to. But I realized overall, I'm like, huh, you know, it comes to college, you know, I'm not going to push her in a way as I felt like my parents had pushed me. So that's something, you know, kind of seguing into in future episodes for this series. But thank you so much for joining me and have a good day. Bye. Bye.